This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Longer every week. Yep. Yeah, but the pill's been working. Um, <laughs> she called Dr. Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so welcome back. This week we're going to be talking about Iron Man. Da 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 <laughs> when you guys were kids and you had fans, or even teenagers, did you ever do the I am Iron Man? Of course. I mostly okay. did Vader. I was going to say, I was mostly like or, Chris or Vader. Farley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. Um, Alright, so let's talk about Iron Man. Uh, like I said last week, I've been kind of in a comic book mood. been watching some uh, comic book movies. So, and this one... For me, I'll you know before we get into the movie, just bring it up is you know before this right there were the Batman movies and there were the uh, Spider-Man movies and and of course Superman and stuff and there was kind of a, like a lull there for a while like I I was fed up I was fed up of the Spider-Man Hulk X-Men movies um, Iron Man was after Batman Begins but before Dark Knight like right before. And so, and I like Batman Begins, but it wasn't like the greatest, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I still, to this day, I still love it, but it's not like, it, I don't know, it didn't do anything like to re, you know, reinvigorate me into comic book movies. I literally didn't see a bunch of them for a while. And, and of course, Marvel stumbled along the way with the likes of Daredevil, and I forget when the third X-Men movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> third X-Men, and I wasn't even a fan of any of the X-Men movies. Like, I mean, they're not... Do you know what happens to an X-Men movie once it hits the, tr- the trilogy? <laughs> it kills the franchise. It does. Uh, it kills this goddamn franchise. So, like, I, I know most people hate the third one, but I don't even like the first two. Like, they're okay, but to me, like, eh, I'm not a big X-Men fan it's, to begin with. It's but. funny that you bring that up, because <laughs> we might be discussing this later. Yes, <laughs> we, will, we will be. Um, and so, I, I don't know, and then just kind of off my radar and Iron Man I never knew as a character like I never had an Iron Man toy as a kid I didn't really grow up with him I really knew nothing about him the only thing I really knew about Iron Man was that there was jokes about him on Seinfeld and they were talking about whether he wore something underneath the iron suit and I was always cracking me up um, so to me I didn't know anything about him um, and then the movie came out I had no interest in seeing it like I said I was off of uh, comic book movies but then in that same summer, Dark Knight came out. And that, I was. I've always been into Batman. And that came out, and I loved it. And then someone was like, you gotta watch Iron Man. You know, you really like it. And so I watched it, and I liked it. I didn't love it, I liked it. And then I watched it again, and then I loved it. It took me two, two viewings to really fall in love with it. And, um, yeah, I, to me, it's it then totally got me back into all these comic book movies. So that's why I picked it today. And uh, talk about it. Unless you guys have anything to add in that scenario. 
got to wear some kind of underwear under that. Right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, that literally was all I knew about Iron Man <laughs> before the movie came out. You'd think that iron suit would chafe. <laughs> I say he's still naked under there. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, sorry. All right, so this movie starts out. It's one of those movies where it kind of takes you, starts in the middle of the movie, and then it flashes back, and blah, blah, blah. So you're introduced to Tony Stark, played by Robert Downey Jr., and this obviously was... I guess that was the biggest casting decision of in a long time of, like, people... Uh, who was director? Um, he's so money, he doesn't even know it. What's his name? John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau really wanted him, and the studio didn't, because, you know, he was... At that time, was considered box office poison, I guess, with all his certainly, drug use and stuff. I don't really not, know the whole story, but certainly not an action star by any stretch. Yeah, this is after all that drug use and whatever fiasco. He was actually uh, pretty good up to this point. But what was he in? Like, I don't remember seeing him. Was, like, he wasn't uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a really good movie. But okay. it, was that? Bl- but I don't. I, th- I don't know if that was. I think that was after Iron Man. No, that was before. You sure about that? Yeah. You sure? Yes. You really Any, sure? Anyway, he wasn't a leading man in Hollywood, right? Like, he would never think of him as... Well, no, he, he was a leading man, million. but just, like, he, he hadn't... Wasn't necessarily an A-lister. He, he okay, definitely so started movies, that's, like... Yeah, but not the in the... character. But that was back in the day. Right? Like, I don't ever remember seeing it going up in the billboard and in the last 10 years and seeing his name on it like as something that we oh I'm going to go watch the next Robert Downey Jr. movie that's what I'm getting at I know back in the day yes when all that stuff happened like Eric Con, not Con Air what was the one with him and Bill Gibson and all that stuff weird science <laughs> Air America yeah anyway big casting controversy he had to fight for him and they got him and I think I don't know. I think he single-handedly made the Marvel movies, right? I mean, he's the best part of the Avengers, in my mind. And, obviously, he's the best part of these these movies, so... Anyway... He, uh, well, he's definitely... He's the best part of the Iron Man movies? Yeah, I mean, he may, if it wasn't him... They, <laughs> I'm just saying, if it wasn't him playing, playing him, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree, Jeff. The, right. Uh, the, the whole MCU is kind of based off Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. playing Iron Man. Like, w- without him and just killer casting uh it, it would it might have flopped along the way or at least the studio might not have bought into it any more than they they did in the grand experiment that that is the avengers exactly also john fabro wanted johnny c i mean donny c but uh the studio really put their foot down on that one and they gave him hustle and flow <laughs> anyway um. <laughs> I, right. I, I'm, I'm not a Terrence Howard fan, by the way. I've never liked him in anything that he's done. For the record. Yeah. I, I was happy once Don Cheadle took over the role in the second and third movies. Yeah, me too. Donnie C? Yeah. I'm indifferent. It's... Either way, the, I don't really care for that character. Or the sequels, as a matter of fact. So I only want to talk about the first one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you guys can, but to me, this well, in, well, in the first, in the first movie, I didn't care for Terrence Howard. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, you, you're introduced a great introduction to Tony Stark. Like I said, I'm coming out of this blind. I have no idea what kind of person this is. That he's, you know, this 
uh, weapons uh, manufacturer, salesman, genius, billionaire, playboy, you know, the whole line he has. Later in the- yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they just show that off, like, right away, just him selling the stuff, then it flashes back, showing him at the war. He's getting rewarded for his science and everything, and meanwhile, he's playing um, craps with awesome women and all that stuff, so... Um, I think they set him up really well. It shows that he doesn't care that he's selling weapons. The whole thing, check out the Jericho. And, you know, he has his typical back to the explosion and it comes right up against him. And it's got a little martini bar that comes out of the yeah. luggage case. Yeah. I forget the numbers, but if you buy, like, a set of Jerichos, you, it comes with the, <laughs> it comes with the missiles. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, r- real quick, uh, yeah. most people miss it, but there's a Hillary Swank cameo in the beginning of the movie. One of the really? one of the floozies that's hanging on to him as he's playing crabs. Oh, I thought that was John Favreau. <laughs> he is yeah. a versatile actor, but it was not. <laughs> and uh, so, to me, so the basic whole thing is over there. He's showing the missiles, and he, he they get attacked and they get bombed and they capture him, the terrorist. <laughs> and I heard. They don't really say where it's at, right? Some fake uh, Middle Eastern country, or do they say it? They don't say like Pakistan. It's like or... it's like something something Stan. <laughs> a one yeah. two three Cape Street. It's like yeah. e- evil Stan. Yeah, Bad I heard. Stan. It. Yeah, it was one of the podcasts. I think it was Kevin Smith. Was someone called like Brown Stan, Brown Stan, or something. <laughs> <laughs> they took a left on Pakalakazaka Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, he gets captured, and this, and then you find out he's got the strap in his heart going to his heart and you meet the doctor who puts the magnet on there to electromagnet to keep the shrapnel from going into his heart which let's talk about that right away I mean, it's so ridiculous I this is the reason I didn't like the movie the first time I saw it was this whole premise of I'm jumping ahead because I don't want to go through the whole movie because you guys know he builds the Iron Man suit to escape his prison like to me that seemed like the most ludicrous use of materials that he had available to him like I'm surrounded I'm captured all I have are these weapons of mass destruction but I'm going to tear them all apart and build a robot suit like yeah I know that's his origin story it, to me that's just loot. that that was why I didn't the first time I was like uh, and to me to this day that still bugs me it's like I know it's a comic book and I have to like Jeff shut up it's a stupid comic book but yeah he and wasn't he's... gonna build a bomb. He would have blown himself up. Yeah, but you could have done something different. I don't know. And and he did build are we a, to believe... a mini, miniature arc, arc reactor. I mean, yeah, I know that. He did do that. And are we to believe that these terrorists are so stupid that they, they think he's building a missile the whole time that he's building the robot? And they, you can tell they're looking at the parts and trying to match it up, and they're not that dumb. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It looked pretty dumb to me. T- Tony Stark is just that smart. Yeah. That's true. He is. Well, you remember, remember, Jeff. The whole point was for him to be killed, so they didn't really necessarily care what he was doing. They wanted him to build the missile. They wanted him to build the Jericho missile, right? Right. But the overall thing was that he would eventually be killed off. So I'm not sure that they were too worried about who he was up to, as far as like trying to escape or anything like that. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. If you're asking him to build something, and you're highly supervising him and what he's building looks nothing like what you know he's supposed to be building then just go and shoot him if you don't care oh, they got those well the Jericho, the Jericho was that advanced that yep. they didn't know any better yeah. 
<laughs> they had pictures of it. It looks, like, it a, look it like, looks like, like a man, but I don't know. the outside of it. I'm no yeah. billionaire genius. He's right. building a better uh, mess. Hey, I love this movie. I'm just saying that part to me. And every time I watch it, I still like uh, it, it does make me cringe. Um, but it's cool. He meets that doctor in there. I forgot his name. Um, I always like that character. He has no reason to pretty much give his life for Tony Stark. What he does. Um, Tony Stark escapes. Um, U.S. finds him. And he's like, all right, I didn't realize that all these missiles and stuff that we're creating were being sold to the bad guys. Uh, people are dying because of my stuff. I'm done making weapons. And and his boss, Jebediah Springfield. What was his name? Jebediah Obadiah Stain. Obadiah Stain, played by Jeff Bridges, is awesome. He should do that Mr. Clean look more often, the bald head and the... Well, I guess yeah, not Mr. Looked, Clean, but... He looked mean. <laughs> he I, think that's the reason, I think that's the whole reason he took that role, because he always wanted to play the, the <laughs> shaved head character. He was like the opposite of the dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're sort of being... That's true. But that totally different beard, but... Um, so, and then he, um, yeah, he comes home and says, oh, I'm not going to miss this anymore, and that's going to upset the shareholder. Shareholder, excuse me. Cough button. But not, <laughs> not before he <laughs> almost hit it in time. <laughs> yeah. uh, he, he comes back to address everybody, but not before he eats a delicious hamburger from Carl's Jr. It was Burger King. Burger King. From Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's the I one thing. Everybody have to take a bite out of this delicious hamburger. Been an I can't believe it's this tasty for only one ninety nine. Like I could totally see that being stuck in the desert in a foreign country for however long he's there. I don't really know how if they say how long he's there. And yeah, you want to come home and have an American burger, fine. But of all the burgers to have, it would not be a Burger King burger. It would not be a Whopper. Yeah, but, but whatever. They got to get paid. <laughs> I, I I get it. It just it was extremely blatant. Yo, it's obvious. It's not like it's a like castaway s- when uh, they got Tom Hanks like at seafood buffet as a welcome home thing. Well, I don't remember it. Was it like from uh, Red Lobster or something? <laughs> I don't know, but there was a bunch of seafood and that it appeared to be the only food that was there at his like welcome home party. Uh, I- anyways. <laughs> anyways, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, I'm gonna, blah, 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 blah. he comes home, but he's not going to make missiles anymore. And what? He's like, oh, I'm going to make... Oh, he has the arc reactor in his chest. He was He's fascinated with the arc technology now. And then... It's keeping him alive. <laughs> it's keeping him alive. Yeah, that makes sense. He's got a giant hole in his chest. I don't understand that part of it, but whatever. Um, like, where is that... Isn't that interfering with his lungs or his heart? It must not be. <laughs> yeah, the dude was a doctor. Yeah, freaking Pepper Potts puts her hand like she goes. She fists I know she goes like all the way to the, like all the way to her elbow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. By the way, I'm not a big fan of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Actually, I despise her. But in these movies, I do like her for some reason, and I don't know what it is. Um, I think Scott, you do like Gwyneth Paltrow, right? But I yeah, she's she's easy on the eyes. At least she's never done movies. Yeah, she's never done anything for me. But in these movies, I think especially Avengers, I do like her. 
as briefly as she is in it. Maybe that's because it's only a little bit, and then she's gone. Well, maybe, maybe it's because she's she's a fairly decent foil for him. Yeah, where she she shoots him down, but she's not. I don't know. She's not bitchy about it. Yes, I'd agree. There's another cool scene, which I think this was before he even left and had the problem where some reporters like ripping him for selling this stuff, and you know he just is a turns out to be a typical lay for him. She wakes up in the morning in his mansion in Cliffs of Malibu or whatever, and. And she's walking through the house and pretty much pepper pots like, here's your clothes, get the hell out of here. <laughs> um, Cliffs of Malibu playing Coachella this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the wife of Ricky Bobby. Oh yeah, that's right. So, um, I'm done describing the movie, so I'm just going to talk about stuff that I like. I love... <laughs> the suits. The... I love... No, I love... My favorite parts of this movie is him interfacing or uh, interacting with um what was it jeeves not jeeves what the hell the name jarvis <laughs> and the robots in, in his lab like to me that's i guess as a tech nerd is so cool i know the, the it's so stupid it's it's movie gooey times a thousand going on <laughs> in that thing but, but i just love the interaction he's so good and just interacting with it and you know up here did he up here and he's welding stuff together and he's you know they do have the, the mute robot arm which <laughs> yeah. has the conversations with. And, it, and it, you get emotion out of the stupid thing. Like I, I love it when the it's going to spray him and he's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I love the first time he does the test footage with his rocket, I want to say rocket pants just because of the rest of development. But <laughs> yeah, he's like 10% or whatever. He yeah. just does a backflip. It's the ceiling falls down and this fire extinguisher. <laughs> I just love all those scenes, and uh, one part that is so stupid, but I love it, is when he designs in the computer with Jarvis what the hand, arm, forearm gauntlet thing is going to be, and it's it's just a three D display like in the air, and he actually puts his arm into it and holds it. It's so cheesy, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know why I shouldn't fall for it, but I think it's so cool. Well, I, I I do think Iron Man has kind of a a unique origin story for it because you don't really have to set up the character in and of itself like you don't have to show him gaining his superpowers or all the shit that happened to him when he was a kid I mean, he kind of hits the ground running as tony stark and it's just kind of him adjusting and the whole montage of him putting together the suit is awesome as mm-hmm. opposed to the the training the typical training montage yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the only thing here is building the suit. That really is like the origin stuff, is him building the right. suit. I mean, that's as much as you really get out of it. And um, yeah, people could say, well, just because he built the suit doesn't mean he knows how to fly and do all this stuff. Yeah, whatever. You just figure practice. He'll get it. <laughs> and yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Scott. And just like the him doesn't even, it seemed like the stabilizers on his hands, he really didn't, it's the way it comes in the movie. I don't know if, it, if that's how you guys read it. His his palm things are not weren't really meant as weapons at first, right? They were stabilizers, and then he just finds he puts more power in them, and he was practicing all things, starts shooting the glass and stuff. Um, Shoot the glass! Well, thank you, Hans. Shot first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I like just I don't know. I just can't get enough of that whole. Like I've always said, I love the origin stories, and maybe that's why I do like this stuff the most. Um. 
so so we're going to talk a little bit about this later. Uh, yeah. But uh, of of the Marvel movies, which ones have your favorite origins portions? Obviously, this one. Because I think it, just because the origin is really good doesn't necessarily make the the rest of it all that that good. Yeah. So I think for me, my favorite origins in this we split because I know it's two different. It's similar but two different. I like the Spider-Man origin stuff. I think both movies did it pretty well. Um, and I, I'm just a huge fan of Spider-Man, so I would go with that. And I couldn't, between the Tobey Maguire and the, um, I don't know the other guy's name, I liked both of them. So that would be me. I'd consider Andrew, them the same thing. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, the Spider-Man one is really good. Uh, Tony Stark's good. I think for me, my favorite is the Captain America one, though. Cap's pretty good. If, yeah. I mean, even though that that one's probably the most basic, <laughs> you actually see him transform into the <laughs> the Captain America character, right? Um, it was more his transformation into being an actual hero because they had him. Well, he, that's the thing. Well, that's the thing. He's always in the USO. Well, no, that's well, the, no, that's that's not his origin story. Like the sure origin is. is the no the well the the origin is the the whole beginning part when he's. Um, in the army unit, and he's all super scrawny. He's meek, yeah. Yeah, and then the you know his heart is there, but his body just can't keep up with it. So, and that that's the point. The whole point of his character is that you know he, yeah, he's the super soldier, but he you know he he had the the guts to back it up, I guess. Yeah, he's like it's Rudy if Rudy got injected. You know, like yeah. he has the heart of Rudy, yeah. and then Rudy got injected with the super serum. That's what you would get if Rudy basically. took steroids. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, Spider-Man. It's okay. The whole thing getting bit by a radioactive spider. You get all the powers, but that's still not the whole origin. The whole origin is, you know, with great power comes responsibility, yeah. and the killing of Uncle Ben. Like that to me. That's why I like this. And that's not even part of the movies. That's just straight from the comics, right? Like well, yeah, I just like that origin. Of a lot better. of them, they have they have the most fun with it. I yeah. think in Spider-Man movies when he's you know up up and away with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah fly kind of play around yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, it's a good question. I like that. And yes, a lot of the Marvel movies actually don't. I mean, there's no. I guess the Hulk had one. Thor doesn't have an origin story. I mean, he's just a god, right? <laughs> um, Guardians in the Galaxy is not really an origin story. Um, yeah, I mean, you get a little bit, but yeah, there's there's not much yeah. time. Like you mentioned Daredevil. I've seen that once and I don't remember anything about it, so I couldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a whole origin thing there with him. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that uh, I love the scenes with he, him in the in the in the cyst in the his lab, uh the first test flight, just enjoying it, the joy of flying and loving what you built. That's another thing, like obviously I'm assuming this is true, but maybe not. Like Iron Man is kind of an answer to Batman. I mean, Bruce Wayne, Tony Stark are very similar characters. They, their their superhero personas <laughs> aren't. They don't have any special powers. You know, technology is what does it. But in Tony Stark's case, he is the man behind the technology. Where that's not the case with Bruce Wayne. You know, right? Well, yeah, that that is true. But I I would say, um, and I brought this up before. In the, in the Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises, he, he basically tells the Robin character, you know, anybody can be Batman. It's just you need this, this, and this. 
I'm like, no, pretty much only Bruce Wayne can be fucking Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to to have his his background, to have his resources, to have the extensive training that he's had, mm-hmm. to to right. have his mental makeup, like Bruce it, Wayne, Dick Grayson. There could be yeah, there could be Robins from from here it. to here here to forever, forever. But yeah, like oh, only only Bruce Wayne could be Batman. Yeah, I've heard like the right some of the writers, you know, of the comic books say like Bruce Wayne or Batman is the greatest athlete on the planet who also happens to be as smart as Sherlock Holmes. Like that's who Batman is. <laughs> and you're right, there's not many of those people around. Well, so. I don't even mean that much. Just but that's how they see him, like the writers yeah, of the Batman true. comics. Well, that's so. that's how Batman's classically been. <laughs> right. There, I mean, there, there's been comics where he meets Sherlock Holmes. Like, they make that happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Hello. Um, but, yeah, to say your point. No. <laughs> Hello, Holmes. I'm Batman. Anyone cannot be Batman, because I am not the most athletic person in the world, and I am not as smart as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So, therefore, you know, I'm, also not a, I'm also not a billionaire. Yes. <laughs> My parents were killed in front of me as a child. Thus gives yeah. me the resolve to fight crime forever. But yeah, Bill Gates isn't Batman either, right? He may have, he has the billions down, but right. But I mean, he, but his parents were shot in front of him when he was a child. Yes, you don't have the. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he works out that much. Um, no, he doesn't. He probably <laughs> reminds, uses the, you sure you can't take a pie to the face, though. <laughs> that, that reminds me of a a comic I read once, where this little kid there's there's like a one off strip, and the the kid. Um, wishes that he could be Batman and like this yeah. genie appears and says, Your wish is granted and his parents get shot in front of him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the then, yeah, the genie shoots his parents dead. Yeah. No Yeah. Careful what you wish for. Yeah. So um I know I mentioned that his first flight and I know we when we did Man of Steel I complained there was like no joy in Superman. The only joy he got a little bit was his Superman's first flight as well. I Tony Stark in that moment flying, I wanted more to see out of uh, Superman in that first flight. That's yeah. he was so happy when he was flying as Iron Man. Superman needed to be more like that. He was a little bit, like I said. If there's any point in the movie where he smiles, except for the very end, that was that scene, but just more of that. And I just like that. It's a comic movie; it should be fun. And you can see he's having fun with his toy as a scientist slash engineer slash you know crazy guy. He wants to test it to its limits like right away, and he goes as high as he can. I, and one thing I like about this and all the Marvel movies is they they didn't go with the the, the super dour serious for any of it. Yeah, uh, even, I mean, even when, at points when it does get serious, like in Winter Soldier, um, there, there's still the there's just the way it's shot. It's still colorful. It's still bright. Whereas the Superman movie it was all kind of had this blue hue to it. Yeah, like know. traffic. It's, yeah, it was it was just uh, like kind of this muted. World, uh, and they they didn't do that in the in the Marvel movies, and I like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Iron Man's bright red and gold. It's not like oh, if it was DC doing it the way they're doing all this stuff now, yeah, he would have been black and gray or something like yeah. that. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, not to say that Marvel did. I mean, I guess Marvel Studios is different than Marvel. Like the X Men, obviously in those movies they didn't put Wolverine in his yellow spandex <laughs> yeah. and stuff, but. You know, if Marvel Studios was to ever do it, they might do that because that just seems to be working these days. They put Captain America in that crap, so yeah. um, and it <laughs> like, works. Well, America's the... first USO costume that's just made of felt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although they did, they really did do a good job with the 
the ro- the Captain America or Captain America the the Iron Man suit. Yeah, it, was uh, awesome. it looks looks pretty sharp. And then the I mean the yeah. first one he builds is a nod to the original one in the comics, which just looks goofy as hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the Tin Man looked uncomfortable. Yeesh. <laughs> Actually, see, it's like the little eye slit, and you see his eyes in, in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's come a long way. Uh. All right, so anyway, uh, ba- in all these other scenes I like, um, you know, bad stuff's happening. You find out that uh, Jebediah Springfield is behind all this. He's the one who tried to get Tony Stark killed. And to uh, marry cause... his cousin. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Why would we do that? Because they're so attractive. <laughs> He uh, he has this tech, this uh, the device that he can like brainwash people or paralyze them, and he puts headset in so he doesn't get paralyzed. I don't know, cool gadgetry. Um, and then then this is the whole stupid. So then he has to build an Iron Man suit, which dumb, but whatever. It leaves for a big fight at the end. It's an Iron Golem suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but not before uh, Tony Stark finds out from the same broad he banged in the beginning that they're still selling his stuff and uh, Brownistan, and he goes over there <laughs> to fight him. Jeff at Gmail. That's quoted from another podcast. Kevin <laughs> Smith at gmail.com. <laughs> and it's a just really cool fight in there. He has like all these hostages, and he just it's Terminator style where you see his head display and he like targets every single thing or like Robocop and then he lets yeah. his missiles go and they all just drop instantly and the, the hostages are fine. I love that. Uh, and then the classic, you know, like trailer shot where he shoots like one little missile at the tank and just walks away like three steps. I love that shot. He's like on the right side of the screen and just, I, I hate it's become like a trope in movies, right? Or whatever, where the guy walks away from the explosion the cool guys do and, Mm-hmm. And they I don't usually, look back. yeah, they don't look back, and I don't know is that like uh, Robert Rodriguez or Quentin Tarantino, one of those guys, John I think. Woo, <laughs> John Woo, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, John Woo a- was don't look at the doves that are flying in front <laughs> and behind you; just ignore them. But I really, suspects. I really did like the way they did it in this movie. I think because it was like off-centered or something about it. I really do dig that, and maybe because it was just this, as a giant tank versus this little arm missile, like Boba Fett arm missile that he shoots out um and then it's cool to get the little interaction between him and um terrence howard about the he's calling tony stark to see if he has any drones or anything out there and it's really him and yeah hello who's calling that speak up please seems a bit rough because terrence just has no personality I know, but Tony oh, stark geez. does he I makes know. up that's, for it that side of the conversation is great i I thought that was kind of weak that. I, I guess it's feasible, but that it would be drones tracking him down as opposed to actual jets. No, they were actual jets. Yeah, they were real jets. Yeah, because he ends up saving. No, because he ends up saving one of the pilots. Yeah, see, I could have sworn they were just drones. So he was able to blow him up. No, no. Oh no! They actually try to shoot him down, and he crashes into one of their wings. What am I thinking? Pilot, and the pilot can't eject, and he actually saves the pilot from ejecting or something. Yeah, they're pilots. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I think, think they think he's a drone. Movie stealth. <laughs> Classic. Um, but yeah, the whole interaction. I love the way they did his HUD display, and you see, you can actually see his face, and the, all the little lights glowing around. I really dug that. It, I don't. It's different. I'm trying to think of what it reminded me of, and now I can't think of it. But my Hack- report. Hackers. Hackers. 
Uh, I've never actually seen hackers, so it's not hackers. 28.8 BPS with a killer refresh rate. <laughs> I think, obviously... Pentium. Yeah. It, obviously, it's as a film, you can't have t- your main actor behind the mask the whole time. And I hate it because of that. In most movies, they always have to take the mask off, which they never would do. And he still does it in the end when like him and Jeff Bridges are fighting. They don't have their masks on for most of the fight. Like I know they have to do it for movies, but I hate it. At least this was a way to keep him in the mask. But yeah, they, 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 yeah, they kind of found a way around that, which is pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That always cracks me up, like in Top Gun, where we can't have Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer in masks, so they're taking him off for most of the flight. You know, like the thing that's keeping him alive in the cockpit. No, nope, yeah, take it off. Scared, it's okay. I can't breathe. I better take my oxygen off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in in the latest uh, Judge Dredd movie, he leaves the helmet on the entire movie, yeah. and it's, as it should be, because that's all about that character. But it's, you, it's still effective, though. You can be effective and still have the mask on. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. With that scowl of his, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I love Judge Jones. Different movies, different characters, but yeah, it works. I don't think... Yeah. Your life. <laughs> no, I, they both work for their both the different movies, and that works from both cases. I mm-hmm. I just, like we said, like, like even Captain America and... Um, Avengers, right? I think his mask is off a lot during the fight at the end. Just they yeah. want to see, they want to see his face, and I get it. It's just well, he's so dreamy. <laughs> God, I saw I was where was I? And Fantastic Four was on. I forgot that he was in it. And, <laughs> oh, hey, what's Cap doing in here? He's so bad in it. Well, everyone's really bad in it because yeah. it's a terrible movie. I wonder if any if that made any of your guys' top five lists. We'll see. Uh, Wait, even Michael Chiklis? <laughs> yes, even Michael Chiklis. Oh. Wait, was his dork made out of orange rock, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, your friend so, has yeah. his obsession. <laughs> he yeah. does. <laughs> I'll, I'll maybe we'll say it for Neem News. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the whole there's a big fight at the end, which... That I the one thing I do take away from the fight is they didn't sh- destroy the entire city like every other end fight in a comic movie does this day these days. They only take down like a street and <laughs> and, yeah. and one of Tony Stark's labs. Like that's about yeah. as the most destruction there is. Yeah, I think uh, I really think audiences are kind of over the destruction of an entire city now, um, especially after Superman and the the second Star Trek movie. Mm-hmm. Well, that probably won't happen in Age of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, so, I saw the trailer. At, at least, at least in the Avengers, the scope of the battle is so big that it kind of makes sense that everything's getting wrecked. Yeah. As opposed uh-huh. to two guys just going out of their way to destroy the entire city. <laughs> it's bad in every movie, and I heard someone they they trace it back to Independence Day. <laughs> Once yep. it was like, oh, it's cool, we can blow up these national monuments and big buildings, and it's like, all right, now everybody does it. And it's getting old. I, I don't know if the audience is getting old. I know we are. Or we're definitely getting old. Getting yeah. tired of it. <laughs> getting too old for this shit. Yeah. It's whether Hollywood finally reacts. And Like someone mentioned this. I don't know. If, I don't think we mentioned it on the Super, the Man of Steel. Like, of all fights, these are two em- basically immortal people who don't have to fight on Earth. They, why don't they fight on the moon, for Christ's sake? Like, you could actually have pulled that off, and that makes sense in that world, and it would have been something different. Yeah, Superman should have just... Well, I think Superman actually would have done something like that. 
oh shit, I don't want these people to get hurt. Pew, movie. He didn't. <laughs> I know he didn't. But I'm saying it would have worked for that movie. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, back to this. Back to a good movie. Um, yeah, and he fights and he kills Jebediah and uh, marrying yeah. his cousin. <laughs> with some, I don't with some very weak foreshadowing, by the way. Remind me. So he learns early in the movie that he can only go so high before everything oh, clogs up. Uh, yeah. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to come into play later in the movie. Yeah. yeah. What would you do you about have... that freezing problem? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the what? And then, yeah, like, I, I don't, I'm not a scientist. Which they used in the sure second it's... Hulk movie, by the way. The what? They, or in the first Hulk movie, that's how they, they take him out to begin with. Oh. In Hulk they fly, he, he hops onto a jet and they fly him up into the lower atmosphere. Uh, he basically loses consciousness. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hulk? Bruce Banner? Yeah. Oh. Um, Pepper Potts blows up the arc reactor and somehow Tony Stark just ducks out of the way a little bit. <laughs> he's cool. Uh, and, you know, yeah, he has the Iron Man suit on, but he doesn't have the face plate on anymore. So I don't know. Maybe he lost his face. <laughs> he built a new one. Yeah, and the, the, this is where it kind of sets up. I know. I guess this was before, or after the Hulk. This is before, right? No, or after. The, after the first. The first Hulk was like the actual first. Not the John Woo or whatever. The the one with Ed Norton. <laughs> Ang Lee. <laughs> Ang Lee. <laughs> Ang Lee. Sorry. No, this was this was after that. Okay. So no, no, no. no this, this was before. This was before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because at the end they were still... Yeah, yeah, they had that end at the very yeah. end after the credits yeah. thing with Tony Stark. Okay, spoilers. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So this is what I want to mention. So this is where you get your first um, taste of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the entire time Agent Cole's talk... Agent Olsen. Cole. Olsen, sorry. He's talking about the strategic homeland and blah, 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 and then he finally says S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end. And I wasn't a big comic book nerd I didn't know anything about it, but I remember uh, when I did see it, people in the audience were like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, two, two together. Yeah, like I didn't know what they were talking, what they were referring to, but so I'm sure if you knew what was going on, that was a big boner moment. Yeah, it was pretty big. <laughs> and then like, at the end, I think that's when they introduced Nick Fury, right? That was the post-credit thing on that one. That's, I believe that's when you first. You think you're the only superhero in this world? Yeah. So that's the start of the whole Marvel universe and uh, movies, and I, I love it. Uh, at the end, and this is the cool thing about Tony Stark is at the very end of the movie they have this whole alibi for him, and he just flat out says, "Yeah, I am the Iron Man." Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty rare for comic book superheroes but, to give up your. Uh, and and that, that's what make, makes the the Stark character so great because you get all these ever other Marvel characters, and they they might have some flaws. The, the heroes, anyways, of the Avengers. But for the most part, they're, like, super good dudes. But, but Tony Stark is ultra-narcissistic. <laughs> yeah. Um, he He's alcoholic, pretty much. Uh, like, impulse control. Um, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> yep. for, oh, yeah, he is, definitely. So it's it, it's a lot of fun to see him, see that be the good guy, as opposed yeah. to the usual... Like and, America. Yeah, and by showing that out there, secret identity is exposed, and so people are exposed, right? Like Pepper Potts. See, I haven't read the comics, so I don't know, but 
I mean, the whole reason he keep your secret identity, right, is so people don't go after the, your loved ones. So now they could go after people. I know he's not married, doesn't have kids, but he has coworkers, and uh, I, I guess I don't know if they ever mentioned. His, I know his dad's dead, um, but anyway, I just that's a cool. That's different from any other character that I know of that is just publicly out there. That are there any others of the main supervillain superheroes or Can, villains? Uh, well, Cap- Captain Cap- America. Captain yeah. America. Everybody knows. That he's Steve Rogers. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Alright. He still wears the mask. Yeah, I, I'm not a big I mean, Captain America I mean, he throws on the mask because that's part of his costume, but yeah. he, I mean, pretty much everybody knows who he is. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's cool. Hmm. Um, um, that's pretty much all I have for the movie itself. I know we're going to go over our, our list here in a second, but do you guys have anything else? You'd like to add? Um, just, just to add on again, um, uh, we've talked about this before. Uh, the MCU works because of the casting. Uh, you, you get it, every single one of these guys has worked out as the the heroes. They've had weak villains along the way, but it hasn't really mattered because the the, the main guys have been able to carry their respective movies through. Um, from from Robert Downey Jr. to. Uh, Morton Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr. to to <laughs> Hemsworth, um, Chris Evans, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, you know, so I think we talked about this at maybe Man of Steel. Like, their hero casting is awesome, or just heroes are awesome. Their villains in all the movies are pretty terrible and unrememberable or very forgettable. Yeah. Like, what are who are they? I mean, I know we talked about Loki, fine, but even Loki's not a you can't call him a pure villain, right? In some of the movies, he's well, that's that's why it's so cool because he's kind of it's not so cut and dry. Him. Sure, I'll, I mean, I'll give okay, so I'll give you Loki, but there's other than that, I mean, yeah, both Thor Thor villains other than Loki, while cool, are completely forgettable. Yes, um, the, even oh, even with oh, Jeff even with Jeff Bridges, yeah. You know. Very forgettable. The guy with the whips in the second yeah. one's not very Mickey, good. Uh, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey Rooney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Marlboro Man. Yeah, he. <sighs> that Harley Davidson. Oh, that was that was bad. And the third one, I couldn't even tell you who the bad guy was. The Mandarin. But it wasn't. It wasn't even really right. Spoilers. Wasn't that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, that was still kind of. Yeah. It was better. It was definitely a step up. Um, I a, guess you had a good, you had a couple really good actors, um, but yeah, the well, just the whole concept of the end of the third movie left me cold, yeah. where the, the Iron Man suit effectively became useless. Yes, and that I thought that was the wrong direction to take that yeah. after the first two movies and the Avengers to show how vulnerable the suit actually is. Yeah, or to make the suit that vulnerable, it's kind of weird. Well, it was a prototype. Yeah, the Hulk movie, the villain. I mean, who's the villain? Just like some dude, army dude, right? <laughs> oh god, the first one's fucking terrible. It's his dad. It turns into this giant rock wind monster. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. The second one had Tim Roth. He, yeah, he fought him he was, the abomination, he was, which is yeah, pretty cool. And he was he was pretty fun. He was yeah. Tim Roth is usually good in everything he does. But again, not all that memorable. You have the you did have the cool scene where the Hulk kicks him across the field. Yeah. Yeah, the second Hulk movie that was pretty good. 
I guess yes. I'm not remembering his name now. The red faced dude from Captain America. I guess he's probably the most memorable. Red Skull. Red the Skull. Even though I can't yeah, remember his name. They, but. they I feel like they wasted uh, Hugo Weaving there. Yeah, they could have yeah. done a little more with him. I don't know. So anyway, my point is, yeah, they do have great casting. Now. I don't even they have bad casting on the villains. Their villains aren't memorable. I don't know. That's something they have to address, I think. And it sounds like in Age of Ultron, they kind of got that, from, at least from the trailer and just the voiceover yeah. of um, what's-his-face. But Fat, um, fat Spader. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, All right. Anything else before we go into our lists? This movie's cool. All <laughs> right. So we're bringing back an old-school thing here. We're going to do some lists here. Bring it back. <laughs> and so I asked these guys ahead of time, which we've never really done before, is let's... <laughs> we actually prepared Prep- Preparation, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, mostly, back in the day, our lists were kind of on our own spontaneity, right? What you do, something related to the topic. But this time, I asked, just name your top five in-order Marvel uh, movies. And it doesn't have to be just Marvel You, It can be anything based on Marvel um, IP, I guess. So it can be... Freaking old Phantom, or it's not Phantom, but um, it's the Phantom. What am I thinking? Phantom, Billy Zane. Yeah, is that a Marvel? I don't know if that's a Marvel movie. Or- I, I don't know. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but like the old uh, Captain America TV show, whatever. It's something that had to do with Marvel. Um, so we go. So I think I want to go. We'll start from five, and we'll each do it. And we'll just kind of work our way up. So you, um, I don't know. We'll start with Alex A. You say number five, Scott will do five, I'll do five, and we'll work our way up and kind of see how we do this here. Okay. Something new? So, Alex, go. What was your, what's your fifth favorite Marvel movie? Uh, my fifth favorite Marvel movie, I think, is X-Men 2. Okay. I did like that one a lot, because they actually let Wolverine, like, stab and kill people. It wasn't, you didn't see any limbs flying off, but he was more Wolverine than he'd ever been or has been since, honestly. Okay, and then Nightcrawler was... That's the one thing I like about the movie. Oh, yeah, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler was pretty Bam. good. He was really good. Even the voice. Du stich die Frau. All right, uh, that's a decent choice. Scott? <laughs> uh, my number five was also X-Men 2. Type, 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 type. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, you know, still great casting with... Uh, Brian the Cox. New, the, the two, yeah, Brian Cox is a villain. Um, Ian McKellen kills it as Magneto. Mm-hmm. Um, and Patrick Stewart, of course. So as long as those guys, and Hugh Jackman, as long as all those guys are in these movies together, they're, they're watchable. Uh, so we'll see how many more of these things are going to try to poop out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Cool. It's got a tie. All right. For me, I went uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I think for me, it was just because it was one of the first comic book movies to come around after the whole uh, Batman and Robin fiasco. <laughs> I guess X-Men was before this, right? I'm not sure which one came first, but that's the first one that was a big summer blockbuster. I remember in the CGI, it, was, it just came out at the right time. Um, if you guys remember, the whole trailer had the, uh, the Twin Towers involved in the trailer, yeah. and before the movie came out, 9-11 happened, and just... I don't know, just all that kind of links back to it. We saw it on like a midnight showing or something all yeah. together. Mm-hmm. Um, all that. And looking back on it, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, but um, I really enjoyed it. So that's what I had as my number five. All right, Alex, number four. Spider-Man. 
Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not too far off. I like it. Yeah. I thought they the the switch they made from uh, Spider-Man inventing the web spinners to having them like ingrown in his wrists was a really good change from the comic book movie that that uh, from the comic book that made a lot of sense to me. So that was one of my you know you covered everything else, but that was one of my high points. Of the movie. I, I I I like that they did that because then they didn't make him the Mary Sue, they make him also the super scientist like he is in the in the comics. Made, made him a little more human, a little more mm-hmm. uh, sympathetic. <laughs> a little more like a high school student. Yes. yes. Just invent future technology <laughs> right. in his basement. <laughs> yeah, I kind of go back and forth on that. I, I agree with you. I For the longest time, I agree with you. And then I saw the new one with Garfield, and that one he does have to. I don't know how. I forget how he gets them, but he does have to have yeah. the web shooters. And I go back and forth, so... I but can just, see where you're coming from, though. Just get super nerdy. He's supposed to, like Spider-Man's supposed to be one of the top like five or ten whatever brains in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. like smartest dudes. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Plus Bonesaw. Right. <laughs> Plus Bonesaw. Yeah. That's Bonesaw. true. Ready? We got, <laughs> got you five minutes of play. Best mini boss in any of the <laughs> movies. <laughs> nice, God, I love it. Uh-huh. The intro from Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Human Spider, that sucks. <laughs> the amazing Spider-Man. No, that's not my name. I'm the Human Spider. <laughs> uh, uh, Randy Savage just elected in the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, nice. Yes. R.I.P. All right, Scott, number four. Number four is the movie we were just talking about, Iron Man. Okay, number four. So, huh? so not much more needs to be said about that. <laughs> All right. Cool. But what does he uh, wear under the suit? Yeah. <laughs> for me, as number four, I actually have Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Um, I, mm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, have you come around on a little bit? Because I know you weren't as no. high on it as we were when we saw it. No, I, see, I think you guys, I guess I maybe didn't make myself clear. I liked it a lot. It just wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody so compared it to Star Wars. Well, no, it is. Yeah. It's basically the Star Wars of the Marvel movies. See, I don't get that. You, you so when can't you tell me that. that. Yeah, I just yeah. Not I can to, and I did. If you compare something to <laughs> I, Star Wars, that just it's, happened. It's gonna fall flat. And so yeah. I think that's where the whole thing about. I remember like you were mad or someone was upset that I was uh, didn't like it. I'm like, I liked it. Just it's not Star Wars, but um, I really that enjoy. Sounds it. like something I would have gotten upset about. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably me. It's fun, and it's one of the, I think it's one of the most fun movies um, that's out there, and uh, it's different. So, and I really like Chris Pratt. I followed him on um, Parks and Rec all the time. So, Johnny Karate, Johnny Karate. So, yeah, number four for me, Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Alex, number three. Number three is Iron Man, one. All right, nothing to say there <laughs> since we've been talking about it. Scott, I still say he's naked under that. So, so my number three, I had I had Guardians. Okay. Um, of of the Marvel movies, uh, it's as fun as all of them, if if not more. I think they were going more for fun with that movie than they were with, than the other ones. Any of the other yes. ones, all the way through. Um, and yeah, yeah, you get some good casting. Um, you have Dave Bautista as Drax, kind of a hidden weapon. Uh, Bradley Cooper as uh, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Get a little, ch- get a little choked up when he he loses his shit about being a raccoon, <laughs> and of course Groot. 
So he had a lot of memorable characters along the way. Uh, again, forgettable villain. Uh, yes. It was Paint, cool, but face forgettable. With yeah. The big hammer. Yeah. I think so. it was Thor. <laughs> and it's got the Rooker. So. Yeah. yeah that, that was one thing that annoyed me that his little whistle tone arrow thing. I don't know what the hell that thing was, but that bugged me. It was like it was like the Invincible. That was like God I think mode. It was God mode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but it was just standing stuff. Only one of those guys would have raised up his gun and shot at him. Instead of stared looking at the arrow thing. It's like, come on. He is very invincible. The yeah, guys, the people, those people are just stupid. He's invincible. <laughs> that's, that's more appropriate. I don't know, you guys brought up Stanley and Mr. Spinning. This is leading nicely in the Neom News. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My number three is uh, Captain America 2, Winter Soldier. Um, I really dug this movie. I didn't care for the first Captain America movie, uh, but Captain America 2 uh, felt... It was like an action movie that happened to be a comic book movie, is how I kind of felt when I Yeah, I, I it. totally agree. It, it definitely stands uh, up on its own as an action movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, not much to say. I've always... This movie and Avengers turned me around on Captain America. As a kid, my whole life, I was like... Fucking Captain America, he's just got a shield. Like, to me, he was always just the most lame character ever. And seeing him in these movies has really made me like, yeah, you know what? Cap's pretty cool. I even got a little statue of him in my room now. So, <laughs> oh, guy's pretty cool in my book. You clearly never played Marvel vs. Capcom, Jeff. I did, and he just threw a shield. That's all he did. Thumbs up, soldier. <laughs> yeah. I like to do the Spider-Man web swing. I like Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number two. Speaking of Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Really? Yeah, I love that movie, especially because it does have Doc Ock. He is one of the more memorable Marvel villains for me, especially in a movie. So that that movie almost made my list, but yeah, the Doc Ock was definitely the best villain I I felt of the three Tobey Maguire movies, Mm -hmm. and definitely of the two Andrew Garfield ones. And they had it was more a, complex than the usual. Oh, I'm evil. Yeah, yeah. And he had they had such a good setup for you know Harry Osborn to become the Green Goblin, and then he, it just turned to shit in the third movie. But he had like a really good uh, a good start. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm actually trying to remember Spider Man. So they had Doc Ock, and then is that the only villain? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> why it was really really good too. <laughs> Okay, and was yeah was Harry in it at all? Is yeah. that when he has amnesia or whatever or what? I don't. Was wasn't one of them? He has amnesia and he forgets that he hates Spider Man because he killed his dad. Or I... no, you're thinking of maybe the Andrew Garfield ones. No, it was James Franco. He's not in that. It was maybe it's the third thinking one. What James Franco was on a soap opera, mm-hmm. or when he was in traffic? Yeah. Uh, I mean, um, something else. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I'm surprised you have. Uh, Alex has three non uh, Marvel Studios movies in his top five. Yeah. All right, Scott. My number two was Captain America: Winter Soldier. All right. Mm. Uh, it, it was uh, definitely a step up for the two directors. Have been known for more comedic fare, but the the action scene on the freeway, um, short of just the whole. 
massive ending, the last 20 minutes of the Avengers, is probably the best action scene in any Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they, they, that was, they did an awesome job with the, that, whole, that whole scene, whole sequence. Wait, which sequence now? It's middle, middle in. Uh, they, they've got the, spoilers, they've got the Hydra agent in the car with them. And he gets ripped out of the car, and then there's this running battle along the freeway for like 15 okay. minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had Gary uh, Shandling in the car? No, it wasn't Gary Shandling. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the theme to Gary Show. This is the theme to Gary Show. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, my number two, which may shock you guys a little bit, is Avengers. Did not make did not make my number one, but I love it. Avengers, uh, I won't say too much because I have a feeling that's going to be your guys' number ones, but I'll save it for that. But yeah, Avengers number two. Um, all right, Alex, number one. Howard the Duck. <laughs> all right. People forget that that's a Marvel comic or or a DC comic. What a, it's a comic book. It's Marvel. Yeah, it's Marvel. <laughs> I, it was well before they were started slapping Marvel onto movies, but yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh, the Avengers, of course. That's my number one Marvel movie. Okay, and Scott, I'm assuming the same. No, actually, okay. it's uh, <laughs> David Hasselhoff's Nick Fury, Agents of Fear. <laughs> All right, Avengers. But, yeah, it's it's the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> All right, discuss. I right, you know I'm sure we'll have a podcast on this one of these days, but we did. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Man, was I invited? <laughs> so wait, what was mm-hmm. your number one, Jeff? Um, well, we haven't gotten to that yet, but we'll. Well, my okay, my number one without is Iron Man. Okay. So, okay. Uh, was we already talked about that, so there's no reason to go into. But okay. yeah, that's Ooh. since it started it all for me. It's got the. Uh, I love the Tony Stark stuff. He, Tony Stark is the best part of the Avengers. So a movie about all about Tony Stark is <laughs> why I picked Iron Man number one. So yeah, so yeah, four of my my top five were the the MCU. Um, it was hard to leave off Spider-Man out of the top five, um, or Spider-Man Two, for that matter. What about Italian Spider-Man? <laughs> Italian Spider-Man? Uh, no. Where's yeah, my macchiato. <laughs> I would have expected us. I mean, yeah, you and I had the same four uh, Marvel Studios ones, and then different one on the other one. But Alex, I can't believe, has almost all Sony movies. Wow, his... hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Fantastic Four was no danger of getting into my <laughs> yeah, my top five. H. Neither was Daredevil, Elektra. No. but no Thor movies. So no we Thor. don't like Thor. I like I like Thor. Yeah, they're um, solid. But yeah, they're just a tier below. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all these. So interesting. And yeah, so so I just the reason I put Iron Man over Avengers because I like Tony Stark and I watched it recently and I. The scenes that I love, I fucking love and are better than anything else in, in any comic book movie. Just the whole money shot of superheroes, you know, this is us, uh, Black Widow doing something, followed by Iron Man doing something, blah, blah, blah. just awesome. They're all but helping they're, each other. Yeah. I, mean, I think it's the most part of the Avengers is that they gave lame-ass characters on paper cool shit to do throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They but actually made the Hawkeye a... Movie. Not the entire movie, but they, like... In in the context of like the Hulk ripping apart buildings and ships, they actually make Hawkeye a badass. Like so, I think uh, they did a really good job with the script. Basically, just giving everybody something to do to 
give him a place in the in this team. They should have brought back the purple suit for Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that thing is terrible. I mean, you're right, and it gets to a point like once at the end when Hulk is pretty much tearing. Like, why do you even need Hawkeye or Black Widow anymore, right? Or even when, Captain America. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then when Hulk's doing his thing, it's yeah, all of a sudden you're at a Superman right? moment, and yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, he's gonna tear everything up. But yeah, they do. They find ways to do it. But they said the only reason, another reason, I have Avengers down is there are a lot of dry spells in that movie, where that do kind of there. There's a yeah, there's a lot of setup in that movie. Yeah, that, that kind of takes away from just but pure enjoyment. The payoff, and, the payoff, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like we say, the fact that it destroys an entire city is getting old and yeah. uh, it's, fucking poor New York. That's all I got to say. It was, it was <laughs> fun in that movie. I actually was very entertained by that city getting torn apart. I wasn't, except for like the cool scene where the Hulk just comes running through a building at one point. Like that, that was cool. Anything with the Hulk in it was friggin' yeah. awesome. Him jumping from building to building, yeah, <laughs> yeah that was badass. I, but the, do you remember that one scene where like people are in the office and they see something coming? And all of a sudden, just the Hulk runs through and he just, <laughs> yeah. just runs through the entire floor of an office building and just jumps out the window again. It's just like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> there's there's some teleporting going on in that movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's it's funny you mentioned the city getting destroyed. I was watching uh, Justice League Unlimited, which uh, it's actually, <laughs> every that cartoon every week a city is getting destroyed. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Who the fuck would want to live in Metropolis? Like that city's getting wrecked all the damn time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man. So, unfortunately, got taken off Netflix. By the way, so oh, oh, I got to see all of them though. I, I recommend it if you like. They yeah. they did. Uh, we talked a little bit about this before in different podcasts, but the the Warner Brothers with their DC properties do a lot better job with the with the animated stuff mm-hmm. on the whole, um, for the most part. And like they, the Justice League Unlimited, they did a really good job of taking lame ass characters and giving them shit to do and making them mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yep. And villains too. And if, if you watched uh, Young Justice, uh, which I also recommend, oh, Young Justice, they, they take some just dumbass villains and make them cool. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, if, if you can get a hold of either one of those. I think it's because, like, maybe the suits are like, yeah, w- you do the cartoons, whatever, and they just leave them alone to do, you know, cool shit in the, in the animated stuff. Maybe they don't have to pay money to use Sportsmaster, for example. <laughs> There's <laughs> that, no royalties going out for using that, that guy. That, too. Oh, my gosh. I was like, really? Sportsmaster? And I'm like, oh, man, this guy's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to follow up on our list. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to post our list on Facebook, and if you guys have your list, post it as well. And we'll kind of share it and see what you guys compare with us. Try to make an interactive thing, all right, guys? William's doing it. The rest of you guys can do it, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's time for Neom News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. So I got a couple of uh, reviews and just note. Just one thing. Um... Uh, Scott and I are big baseball fans. Baseball season's right around the corner. I think it'll be starting by the time this episode airs, <laughs> I believe. I'm like, when is the start date, Scott? It's uh, first game is this Sunday. Seven. The Sunday, yeah. So by the time and this airs, just one game <laughs> on right. Sunday, and then the rest of the schedule starts Monday. So if you're a baseball fan, this is the best time of year. Your team's not in last place, so enjoy <laughs> it, Cubs. You're tied for first. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're a baseball fan, good luck to you. Um, just a couple things. 
I know we talked. We had a wrestling episode the other day, or other day, five months ago, whenever <laughs> hell that was. Last year, <laughs> <laughs> nothing means nothing. <laughs> I happened to watch WrestleMania, whatever version it is this year, or half of it anyway. And I just had a quick story. Like this thing, I have no idea who's in wrestling anymore. Like really, I know Macho Man, and that's about, <laughs> about it. Obviously, he's not wrestling anymore. I was watching the first match. I had. No idea. There was like seven people in the match. Not only did I not know any of the wrestlers, they were as a type of wrestling match I never even heard of before. Like, it was like, what the hell? It's ladders, like a battle royal ladder match. So that made me feel really old that not only do I not know the wrestlers, but I don't even know the types of matches they do anymore. They don't have casket matches anymore? (laughs) Yeah. But then, the only time I felt good was when it was the geezer match. And, spoiler (laughs) alert, if you're a wrestling fan and you haven't seen it, I'm going to spoil something here. Um, you guys don't care, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was Sting, which I didn't know that guy was still around. <laughs> she was. <laughs> that, that's that's a euphemism for alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fought Triple H, which oh wow, I didn't even know as old as he. I mean, Triple H is younger than Sting by probably like, like ten or fifteen years, but they're both pretty old now. And uh, so it was Triple cool. H going to be like the the heir to everything? The McMahon. Yeah, he like. Yeah, he pretty in much real life. I mean, it. not just like in the storylines. Well, yeah, because he's married to Stephanie, and he's like running stuff now, from what I've heard. Him and Stephanie pretty much are WWF or WWE. But okay, don't don't take my word on that. That's just what I've heard. But don't um, take my word for it. <laughs> so Sting, and this is his first ever WWF main event, right? That guy was always hardcore WCW. Never ever came over. <laughs> so anyway. He's so that was kind of cool. Okay, I know who these guys are. <laughs> and did he have the did he have the the normal Sting makeup or did he have the emo Sting makeup? Yeah, he had like, the crow style. Okay, is yeah. that the crow style? That's the yeah. original. I yeah, think. no, the original was like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, that's kind of like that. okay. Yeah. I only know him in the crow. So he was yeah. the emo style, <laughs> and uh, he comes out and yeah, they're fighting, and he gets uh, Triple H and his finishing move, I guess, which I don't remember this, but it's like the sharpshooter. It's Scorpion Deathlock or whatever name they gave it. <laughs> Submission hold. And then all of a sudden the Degeneration X music plays and then the old DX guys come running out. So it's like <laughs> X-Pac and Road Dog and Badass Billy Gun, and they start beating up on uh, Sting and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I know these guys. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, they play the old NWO music, and Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Diesel. Uh, what's Diesel's name? I forgot. But those guys all show up. Kevin Nash. <laughs> Kevin Nash. Those guys all show up. So all of a sudden, how, it turned how in. How they get the wheelchairs in the ring? I know. <laughs> it was bad. These guys are old. But this is the only stuff I know, so I was loving it. And I, I heard Scott Hall has gone through some shit. Like, he looked like he's gone through some shit. <laughs> He was no longer Razor Ramon, the bad guy with tooth. But he had the toothpick still. But that was about all that was Ramon about him. <laughs> anyway, they come out and it also they try to turn it into a match that symbolized the Monday Night Wars of WCW and WWF. So you had the DX, right? That was the big faction in WWF at the time, and then you had NWO, and so they they start fighting, and then right when. Sting's about to win again. Like Shawn Michaels comes in and gives <laughs> sweet chin music to, to him, sweet and then of, <laughs> and then of course uh, Triple H gets a sledgehammer out, starts beating on Sting, and and, tri- and Triple H wins. Spoiler alert! But 
So, I fucking loved it. <laughs> isn't Xbox, isn't that the guy that made the sex tape with uh, China? I don't know. I mean, Triple H used to go out with China. I don't know. I don't know who made the sex tape with China, but I think that was Triple H was the one that was banging her. Like, not maybe not on tape, but uh, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. X-Pac was the worst guy ever. He was like the worst wrestler of all time. Hated that guy. He just <laughs> happened to be friends with good people, I guess. I don't know. That was his thing. <laughs> um, and uh, so anyway, it ends... And I was like, oh, okay, it's not going to get any better than that. And then they go back, and then there's someone's interviewing the guy who just won the Intercontinental. And it's that guy who goes, yes, yes, yes. I don't know his name. My brother knows him. <laughs> Killian? <laughs> oh, yeah, basically. <laughs> and then uh, Pat, was it Pat Briscoe? Like the, old, the first Intercontinental champion or one of the most rec- like old guy, right? He's like old. Spinebuster Shades of Arn Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He comes in and congratulates him on winning the Intercontinental. Oh, this is cool. And then all of a sudden, it just becomes this cavalcade of old-school, famous Intercontinental champions, like, congratulating him. So, like, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat shows up. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Holy crap. Yeah. um, Now names are, like, uh, I'm forgetting people. Like, I was hoping Honky Tonk Man would show up, but I'm not even sure Uh, if he's alive. (laughs) The Iron Cheek? No, not the Iron Cheek. Brutus the Barber. Sergeant no. Slaughter? No, they... no, god damn it. Who else? I'm missing there was one the Bushwhackers. Really big one that came in. Dude, the Bushwhackers got elected to the Hall of Fame as well. Oh, nice. Marty Hexa. Hexa, Jim Duggan. No. Oh. no. Shawn Michaels. I... He, he was always the intercontinental thing. Ho! No, if Shawn Michaels was uh, heavyweight, he was world champion. Uh, Hart. One of the Hearts. Yeah, Bret Hart. Yeah, he was the last one actually, right? Bret Hart came out. He was the big one that showed up. There was a couple other guys in there that now I actually I'm, got him there because I, I heard like he hates McMahon with a passion. <laughs> well, he does. Well, he there was the whole screw job, and then his brother was killed in the fight. So Ugh, yeah. yeah, he's like, he's not a fan. But there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> I yeah, I'm not a wrestling guy. I don't know the whole backstory. But yeah, he did hate McMahon for a long time. Maybe he still does, but maybe he needs the money. I don't know. Same it's thing with the same there, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, also, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Why did he need that middle nickname? <laughs> the Dragon <laughs> Steamboat. Yeah, just Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, or Ricky the Steamboat. I'm just saying. <laughs> Why did Jimmy Superfly Snooker need his middle name, too? Come on. Yeah. I, I, don't, know, awesome I, I don't know what a Snooker is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you All right. Yes. Um, what? I didn't say anything bad. And just two other, uh, just real quick things. I know I've mentioned I've watching the Flash TV show. If you guys haven't watched it, you should start watching it. This episode, spoiler alert, don't listen. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm taking it off. No, wait, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything bad, but just, well, maybe I will. No, I'm not, it's not a spoiler alert. Just letting you know that Mark Hamill reprises his role as the trickster in an episode. Oh, I heard that a while ago that he was going to do that. Yeah, and it's cool. It's kind of cool. But there's, uh, I'm gonna spoil a line, Scott. Sorry. He, there's one of this is a kid in the, in the episode. He's like, "Why did you pick me?" And he goes, "Because I am your father." That was a line in the show. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> have they gotten to Ming the Merciless yet? No, they have not. Okay. Um, <laughs> they've t- wrong flash. <laughs> oh. And uh, what else? There was no. I, this is not a spoiler either. But there's a point where he poisons a bunch of people, 
and the Flash like has the antidote, and he just really quickly, you know, and the Flash like blur like sani- not sanitizes, but inoculates everybody or whatever. And then as soon as he stops, the trickster goes, "How unsanitary!" I don't know. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Have either of you seen Kingsman yet? Uh, no. Yes, yeah. I did. I was in it. Yeah. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. He's, he's looking kind of old, but yeah. And then I know I'm running with the, with the beard. It kind of takes off the whole rough edge, though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And I know I'm running long, but one last thing is a video game. I've been playing that that Ori, the Blinded Forest, or whatever on Xbox. If you haven't picked it up, play it. It's old school side scroller jumper. Um, I'm really digging it. The, the hey. visuals are awesome. Jumper. And, um, I recommend it if you like if you play those old school Mario games and it's Mario. I would it's like a Zelda slash side scrollers Limbo Super Meat Boy. That is it a Metroidvania? Yes, and <laughs> basically yes. You have a giant world. You keep backtracking because you learn a new skill and you have a new weapon to go in a certain higher point or lower point you couldn't before. Yeah, that's. Yeah. There's actually the official term for that. It's the okay. it's the they're usually called Metroidvania. Okay, mm-hmm. it's yeah. that, but the atmosphere and it's, it's very Japanese and it's a lot of really Zelda so. stuff. Um, so I think you guys would like it if you haven't. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys know about it, but mm-hmm. try it out. I'll That's it. it. What news? Alex, Alex, got a couple movie tidbits here for you. Are they first, juicy? Well, yeah. We'll start with the bad ones first. Uh, Plato has announced that they're going to do a live-action movie. Well, not a live-action movie. They're going to do a movie. Cause <laughs> Plato, saw... that guy's still around? Yeah. What about Socrates? <laughs> <laughs> they saw See, that the Lego movie did well, so it's like, you know what? Let's make a movie, too. Just going to be dudes forming dongs. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Look at my rainbow schlong. Mm-hmm. The second pretty terrible uh, movie that's going to be coming out is uh, live-action Winnie the Pooh. I guess they saw how great Peddington Bear was doing, and they thought, you know what? Let's make a live-action bear movie, too. What do you mean by live-action? Like, there's going to be people, and I'm pretty sure Pooh's going to be, like, CGI or something. Okay, he's not going to be a dude in a bear suit or anything. No, probably That'd not. actually be pretty awesome if they if Christopher Robin still saw Pooh hanging around. Like in his day-to-day life. Like Wilfred? I was going to say, yeah, like Wilfred. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) I don't think Disney is up to that. (laughs) They get high and search for honey. (laughs) (laughs) And the last bit of uh, TV news, actually, which is really pretty freaking awesome. They just, Stars just released a new poster for Ash vs. the Evil Dead TV show. How long before that's out? I have no idea. This is Netflix, you say? Stars. Oh, Stars. Sorry. Who has Stars? (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) They they need need a membership. Those free weekends. Yeah. (laughs) All right, dude. Yeah. Poster looks sweet, so I hope the movie, (laughs) the TV show, is half as good as the poster. It's gonna be pretty awesome. Is it starring Bruce Campbell? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, he's in it. Oh shit! I thought they got somebody else, or maybe yeah. that's for the uh, reboot of Evil Dead. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Well, they're uh, already that—that that was already out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know if he was in that. I don't think he was. All right, awesome. Scott. Okay. Uh, movie review. I, tonight I saw Furious 7. Yeah. Uh, uh, see the rock to the rock bottom? <laughs> the, he does have a... There's lots of wrestling moves in this movie. <laughs> Did Ronda Rousey do her around the Rousey? Like, ring <laughs> around may, the Rousey? She may have. She yeah. got Scott all a Rousey. Whoa! She's no Gina Carano. Uh, so, seven. Uh, first off, my my most common movie complaint is way too fucking long. <laughs> um, other than that, the action is bananas and uh, it's enjoyable. Um, at this point, they they don't they're not take themselves too seriously with how <laughs> how ludicrous all the stuff is that they're pulling off. Um, so I do recommend it. Uh, all the Paul Walker stuff is kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, so I I heard that they had to bring in his brother to f- do some of the shots for him. That's that's what I heard too. They they had him do some of the long shots. Okay. Um, but I'm sure they had to do reshoots. You know, and obviously he wasn't available, so they they got his brother and some CGI, and um, it's not too noticeable. Um, the most part, he's there doing something. Is his brother Crybaby? Crybaby Walker? <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't you remember that movie? No. You don't remember Crybaby Walker, starring Johnny Depp? No. I can okay. honestly say I do not remember that movie. All right then, there's, <laughs> lots, there's, there's lots, there's lots of car chases in that movie, and it's like a greaser movie. All right, fine. Crybabies, Crybaby I've, Walker. I've seen, I've seen Crybaby. I've seen it. <laughs> Hatchet face. Yep. <laughs> she was so, bitch. so Furious Seven. Damn it, Jeff! You're stealing my stick. <laughs> No, don't worry about that. <laughs> I, I recommend it. Uh, if you like, do I have to watch the first six in order to understand what's going on? Um, it actually might behoove you just to watch the the last one. Uh, nope. Yeah. Anyways, All right. uh, there. Um, as I was waiting for the movie to start, though, there was a couple trailers. I uh, just want to comment on those real quick. The saw a, a Mad Max trailer I hadn't seen before, and. If if Furious Seven is bonkers, uh, Mad Max is even more insane. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. It just looks nuts. It's mm-hmm. gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a good trailer for that too when I saw Chappie. It was a different one. Yeah, it was nice. Chappie. Uh, so the other trailer that I want to talk about, I I didn't know this was coming. Uh, they're That's doing a said. whoa. They're doing a remake of Poltergeist. Um, uh, yeah. I now, as as I was watching uh, all the other trailers, there was another trailer for an exorcism movie, and I'm just kind of yawning through all that. And I I usually don't have a problem with watching horror movies, but they finished the trailer with the uh, the whole redone clown scene. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! <laughs> uh, they they did a good job with it. Um, it, it makes me want to give it a chance. It's got a good cast. Looks like Sam Rockwell's in it. Craig T. Um, Nelson? It's, it's the Craig T. Nelson character. Um, so, Craig T. I, Nelson I might should come back as the old lady. The, the fucking... Step into the um, light. They... they <laughs> I feel like they made this whole movie just so they could do the clown scene again. 
Because mm-hmm. it was creepy as shit, at least in the trailer. I hate that clown. You're going to die, clown. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Pillars of Eternity came out last week uh, for the PC. I recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you're any kind of fan of the old Baldur's Gate, um, Icewind Dale, Neverwinter Nights, this, this is for you. Pass. <laughs> I never, I never liked those games, but yeah, I, people, I know people who love them, love them. So yeah, we'll let you know when a Return to Zork remake is on the way, Jeff. Oh, thank God! I hope so. The return, the return to Zork. It's possible that as much shit that's getting yeah. <laughs> Indiegogo'd and kickstarted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Want some right? Of course you do. And that's my All news. Right. All right, cool. One thing I did forget, which I was kind of hinting at, uh, there's been. I know we've mentioned Mallrats Two is coming out, but Kevin Smith keeps like leaking who's coming back and stuff. So they mention uh, Lafour's is going to be in it. Oh, uh, I know that guy. Yes, <laughs> Stan Lee is going to return. What about uh, Trish the Dish? Trish the Dish is going to return. Well, Matt's not going to be happy about that. Uh, Shannon Doherty, uh, which I wouldn't. I was thinking she wasn't, and then the other guy, the main guy, um, London, London. But they both are going to be in it. Wow! Everybody, I, I guess Ben Affleck's the big one they haven't revealed yet, and I don't <laughs> know. Professional man. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, what if they're going to give him like a special shirt with like the pec implants? Like, <laughs> what about? So they got Jason Lee. They haven't. I don't know if they've announced recently, but I'm. I'm. He's going to be in it. If they haven't announced it, you like know, him, him and Ben Affleck would probably be the hardest gets. Maybe Claire Filani, just because he's scheduled yeah, they, something else. They haven't announced her, but they did announce uh, the, the blonde that was in it. Uh, Jamie, no, Adams, something Adams, Joey Jamie, Adams, Jason Joey Amy. Adams, yeah, yeah, she, she's been announced. I they haven't heard anything about Claire and I Filani, and I haven't heard anything about Ben Affleck. What about the Rooker? Yeah, the Rooker's in it. Ethan, right. Sweet. Ethan Sue, please, in it. Like, all, like, the lower-level, like, background characters are all in it. I think it's just, except for Ben Affleck, who was a lower, and they haven't announced him yet. I'm assuming he's going to be the final one. What about, what about Steve Dave? Yeah, they announced <laughs> that uh, Walt Flanagan and Steve Dave are going to be in it. <laughs> awesome. I mean, come on, what else? They, they're his friends that yeah. work in the comic book store. I mean, of course they're going to be in it. Dude, I hope this movie's a prequel and they don't do any, like, young makeup on any of the actors. <laughs> that would be an interesting way to take it. Yeah. Wait, did they announce Jason Mewes? Yes, they announced I'm, Silent I'm sure I'm, Jason Mewes. <laughs> of all the people. <laughs> so, yeah, I, so that, oh, whatever, it's going to suck. Well, I was talking with our friend Miguel, and it's like, you know, some movies that you're looking forward to, but you know it's going to suck. <laughs> like, yeah. Or it can't live up to what the first one was. But whatever, I'm looking forward to it, so. All right, uh, that wraps up this week. But before we leave, what are we talking about next week, Scott? We're going to be talking about a personal favorite TV show and movie, Firefly. All right. Serenity now! (laughs) Serenity. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't throw away our water picks!
Just got to get to the Armis's uh, Armis's Reynolds episode. I have a ble- I have a bleached asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were gonna find out. 